Public Radio's LossyTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. You've got myself, Greeno, and I'm joined by a man who's been labelled as the podcast version of Mel Gibson by co-captain Taylor. How are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. You mean Braveheart then, obviously. Uh, no, anti-Semitic, sir. Anti-Semitic. <laughs> Thank you, Greeno. <laughs> Uh, yes, welcome. Good evening. Uh, good morning, blockheads, millions around the world. I hope you're doing well. Yep, it's been uh, an eventful week, Greeno, say the yeah. least. Yeah. yeah, yeah, eventful week. And, and look, uh, uh, something we like to do in the show, we're fixers here on the show. We've established yeah. that you, you know nothing about nothing. I know nothing about nothing between us, but generally fix it. Yep. Uh, you found a way inadvertently this week to fix YouTube. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. apparently... You, uh, your show that you've done what once in the last five and a half months, yes, yeah, more or less, yes, yeah, unsafe. unsafe. Uh, well, I don't know whether it was anything individually that you specifically did. Mm. I think uh, maybe you happened to reference someone who else had might have had some hate speech happening. Yeah, uh, you put a nice little pun in, in the, the title, Taking that might have been a bit of a red flag. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yep. Suddenly, uh, it's not, it's not what you did, it's more what other people did, but you referenced what other people did, so suddenly you're a hater. Fine. Yeah, apparently so, Greeno. And I should be yeah. ashamed of myself, clearly. Uh, there's hey, a couple. Of... Look at yourself, sir. Have you got a mirror? You got yeah. a couple of mirrors. I've been to your house. You got a couple of mirrors. <laughs> I hope you've looked at each of them this week. Yeah. Had a good hard look at yourself. Think and thought, about what you what, did. What could I do <laughs> to be a safer human? Yeah. I mean, ironically, it was 12 months ago or thereabouts, we were celebrating the fact that I'd been made a partner on YouTube. Do you remember that? Correct. They yeah, loved me. They loved me. You were selling. You were promoting. Yeah. Uh, you, you, were, you were having cocktails yeah. with the owner. Everything was going well. Suze, me and Suze were doing personal calls, uh, Greeno. DMs, mate. Just, yep. yeah. It was a bit of a light chit-chat. You were having coffee talk. Yeah. You were talking about what happened to the local sports team in the coffee area. It was good. That's right. It was a good time, you on YouTube. Yep. And now, now look, happened? it's gone to shit, Greener. Yeah. A couple of strikes in the last two months. So, yeah, this one, um, you know, unfortunately we think it violates our hate speech policy. We've removed the following content from YouTube, taking it easy. For those who don't know, um, Kanye West was on Infowars with Alex Jones and he said a bunch of things about uh, how, you know, let's stop, let's stop hating on the Nazis and Hitler did some good things and that kind of thing. And, you know, I was basically, I was doing my usual thing, you know, I was making fun of everything. <laughs> That's basically what I do on my show is, you know, make cynical, sarcastic comments about the state of the world. And that was, that was a prime example. And, uh, you know, he's, he's dressed like a home invader. He's wearing a ski mask, right? You can't see his face on the show. It was, it was a clown show. Uh, you know, he's doing an impression of Benjamin Netanyahu where he gets a little net and a bottle of Yoo-Hoo, right? Netanyahu. And he's going, I, hi, I'm Netanyahu. Ah. Like, and everyone's just kind of, it was Can bizarre. So, so your, your ridiculing was mm. of Yeezy, not, not kind of like, hey, look, I'm on this guy's side. It was, no, it was my ridiculing was of the whole situation. And more, mm. and basically the point I was making was if you went on social media and saw some of the takes about this, I mean, the, the irony here is, right, I was playing clips that, someone else had taken and put up on Twitter. And you know who that someone else was, Greeno? Uh, probably uh, Sky News. Uh, oh, no, I can, you, I can go you much better than that. I can go you much better than that. I was playing clips uh, tweeted out by a journalist at literally, literally, Greeno, get this, the Jewish News Syndicate. Yeah. Like, that, that's what it's fucking called, the Jewish News fucking service mm-hmm. or something, right? 
So yeah. it's like, well, so what? You're allowed to play it though. <laughs> Why can't? How come you can play? And I figured it out. It wasn't. It's not. It's not the the content. I think they have an issue with. You're only allowed to show it if you're offended by it. Which is, yeah. which if you think about it, is kind of ass backwards, wouldn't you think? Mm-hmm. Because if it's so offensive, why are you showing it in the first place? But no, no, no you can only show it yeah. if you're offended by it. I was basically saying, look, how can you be offended by this? It's too silly to be offended by. It. It's too ridiculous. Yeah. Nah. He's, he's wearing a ski mask. You know what I mean? Mm. He's he's it's doing Netanyahu impressions. It's a clown show. Yeah. How can nah. you find this offensive? Basically. Um, and you know that was enough to get me me struck with hate speech. So there you go. Yeah, hate speech. It's it's interesting though. Look, uh, I've seen a recent scenario similar with YouTube, where other comedy comedy shows have taken things off, say, uh, a Fox News mm-hmm. or uh, what's another kind of like crazy kind of news show, uh, news station. Oh, they're all the they're all crazy to me. In my, like my, NBC, to my perspective, <laughs> whatever it may be, yeah. like all of them, right? Fucked up. But what they do is they play that, they comment it on their show, and they're getting strikes. And I've seen them going, hang on, the original clip is still available on YouTube that you played. However, you playing that clip, commenting on the clip, falls into the hate speech theory. I'm like, well, where's the hate speech? Uh, If you're you're taking something that's already on there and just commenting on that, uh, yeah, it puzzles me. Well, I can can Uh, tell you something, though. Now, YouTube demonstrably safer. Yes, it is. Congratulations, YouTube. We've only got seven listeners now on this show. Hmm. Your reach is a lot wider. You're at least at 28. So there's 28 people now safer. 28 people, yes. Because Boogie Bubba is is no longer on YouTube. Um, Well, I mean, so I got the second strike. And that, yeah. they, that banned me from live streaming. So the first strike I got a few, like two shows ago, which was about two months ago. Remember, someone got an itchy dick over something I said. I don't, yeah. I don't even know what. I don't even, yeah. I, can't, I can't even, I don't even know you, what you, I did that time. And you couldn't work out what you'd done. That That's right. Yeah. It was that, is this racist? Is this sexist? Is this Well, no, that, that strike was, was for inciting violence or hatred for whatever reason. And yeah, I have yeah, no idea what they were referring to. You where the violence was. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Because, look, inciting violence and, or hatred is not really something I do, you know. Mm. Um, well, again, it's really known, just sarcastic I've, I've comments. Uh, I've known you for 35 years. I've never heard much hate speech come out of your mouth. I'm really, I'm really not a hating kind of guy. Yeah. I'm just, I just don't care that much about yeah, exactly. what you do, you know. So yeah, I find really, it amusing. Yeah, that's right. Your personality is is too like lesser fucks given. Yes. To to give hate speech. That's right. That would involve effort. You know what I mean? Like, that's ah, it. I could be, I could be a racist or a hater, but nah, fuck it. Too yeah. much work. For I, that. I am, I'm literally so cynical. Enough. I'm so cynical. It's impossible for me to be passionate enough about any particular group to hate them. To hate them, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. Anyway, I, I'm now a hate speech guy. So I got the second strike, and the way it works, Greeno, is if I had have got another strike, a third strike in 90 days, within 90 days, they yeah, would just they delete the channel. They ban you. Oh, completely. We can't have that. Well, no, I thought, fuck them. So my approach to these things was, well, I'm not going to let them take it away. I'll burn it down myself. So yeah. I went in, went in and deleted every single video and off, off YouTube, and then that's it. I'm not streaming there anymore. But the mm. channel remains. And now it's like, well, you can't kick me off now because there's literally no videos there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, and it's just going to sit there now, and that'll be fine too. But, yeah, that's it fine. was bye-bye, YouTube. Uh, yeah. See you later. So, yeah, there you go. Awful uh, 
you know, bigoted boogie bumper. Finally gone <laughs> from oh. the internet. Uh, and YouTube's yeah. safer place for it. And YouTube, I will just, yeah, yeah I, I just want to point out too, Greeno, that because I believe in safety, and I tweeted this out the other day, uh, your boy won't be on YouTube anymore since catching another strike. And because I believe in keeping you safe, I'll only be on the other platforms from now on. Yeah. Nice, yeah. Gary! Okay. <laughs> you know yeah. where that other place and the new one. The uh, other 17 other options you can go right. to yeah. listen to the show at Spotter. Mm. Uh, podcast still available from last week if Pod- anyone listens to Nate's speech. Yeah. Oh, the podcast is still available. The Twitter video okay. is still available. The Rumble right. replay is still available. The no, DLive replay is still available. So it's out there. Just, you know. just checking. If I want to get myself a little bit of a, a bit of a dabble of hate speech, dabble of hate speech, yeah. I, can, I can go and find it yeah. on, on the podcast. I mean, um, YouTube really is now just the crash of the internet, I think. it's. Uh, uh, yeah. Look, I still use it a lot. I still watch because there's a lot of stuff on YouTube that I like. Don't get me wrong. But, I use YouTube as my sleeping material, to be fair, sir. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's fine for that. You know what I mean? Cooking videos no, or video game yeah. videos. Yeah, yeah, that's I'm fine. Sure but if you want I any, to think, I can watch as I'm going to sleep. Everyone's a winner. Yeah, but if you want anything adult, you know, and adult, and again, I think the problem is it's. And well, can we can we pause there? When yeah. We're saying adult. I mean, like donkey shows and shit. Yeah. Yes. Of course. Yeah. Adults yeah, cool. on donkeys. Yeah. Uh, like I even literally said in that episode. Like, I'll, I'll find it and oh, I'll put it on. Sorry, uh, quick, don't mean to interrupt. Yeah. Michael Nisa just got a, another wicket. Oh, oh okay. first wicket. There you first go. First wicket gets a nick. Uh, we did the exact same thing last time Michael Nisa played the test. We kept on interrupting the show because yeah. we look up like Michael Nisa had taken a wicket. Okay. Uh, well, fucking yeah. settle down, Mike, would you? We're trying to do a show here. Yeah, we're trying to do a show here. Yeah. Uh, for American listeners, Michael Nisa, Australian cricketer. Uh, there's cricket being played, uh, test match right now. We get distracted. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. I, I can't even remember what I was talking about. Doesn't, doesn't matter. Ma- Michael, distracted. Michael fucking Michael Nisa. Nisa. Taking uh, no. uh, pink, ball, pink ball test wickets. It's yeah. fantastic. No, what I was going to say is um, I even, I'll find the clip of the show and I'll put it out on Twitter so you can see what I mean. I even literally said during the episode that got me kicked off YouTube, the problem, literally, quote, the problem is someone out there is going to watch this and not really understand where I'm coming from. And, you know, they're going to get offended and, you know, they're not going to be able to figure out, more or less, they're not going to be able to figure out that, you know, I'm making sarcastic comments about it. It's not good enough to be lighthearted about it either. You have to be as outraged as they are. Otherwise, yeah, you're the, otherwise you're the yeah. fascist. You know what there's I mean? No gray, there's no grey area anymore. No. You're either, it's either you're, you're black or you're white. Uh, yes, in, like, it's binary. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, there's no, yeah, there's no, no middle ground. You can't be like, eh, no, no, no. Whatever. The only option is agree or fight. That's all they mm-hmm. accept in their programming. Is you either yeah. agree with them or you fight them. You know. Yeah. And I don't want to do either. <laughs> so you know, I guess I'm not welcome on YouTube You're anymore. On. So it's all good. Yeah. See you later. Uh, that's all right. Nice, uh, Gary. You made a- nice, yeah, Gary. Gary. Uh, you made a very good point in the the pre show uh, pre show chit chat mm. uh, with, with our seventh listener, Stephen Bat. Where you're like, the irony of this whole situation is anything that you've done on your show at any point over <laughs> yeah. the years yeah. is less offensive than what I generally say on this program yes. week after week. Yes. Yet our show, all good. We're fine because we don't do hate speech, which is generally offensive. Yeah, no, Google, uh, Google, um, Greeno has said some fucking outlandish things on this program, even back when we were on the radio. And I'd say during the ad breaks, mate, you can't say that. Yeah, You're not allowed to no, say no, that on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. You've got 28 listeners. We've only got seven here. So, uh, so you can risk you know, it more. Yeah. We can risk it because no one, no one's going to look at us and be like, hey. uh, BE from the UK and listener number seven joining us in the YouTube chat. Nice. Oh, there we go. Yeah, we've got, we've got 
the YouTube chat happening? This yeah. is fucking it's, it, have we ever had a YouTube chat? No, I guess <laughs> I guess now that I'm not there anymore, there's space for the starting block to blossom. It's it's now a safe space for people to be able to converse. That's right. Now the boogie buffer has been stricken yep. from the YouTube channel. Well, I'm excited about that. That that's a sensation. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's YouTube's a safer place now. So all you cunts out there, get on this fucking chat and listen yeah. to these two dickheads do their fucking show. How do you like that? Yeah, yep. we go. Safe. Uh, Safety. The only person I know, and once again, by the way, uh, Hitler's yeah, bad. Okay, just saying. So you know. the, the irony of the awful. situation. The only person I know that comments on our YouTube channel, hmm. Doctor Climate Abortion. Doctor Climate Abortion. Nice, Gary. Yeah. Last week, uh, uh, said he, he only cares about baseball, though. Really? Yeah, but you know, he wants to know about the voicemail. He wants to be able to get. He wants a block voicemail really? where people can leave a message and we can chat about it. Similar to like, uh, uh, what was it? Periscope a week late. Periscope a week late. But I mean, can't you just do like a little clip or something and send it to us? You know, record your own voice and send it to us, and we'll play it then. Why do I yeah. have to set up a fucking voicemail? <laughs> you know, you yeah, could well, just record it. something and send it to me. That'll do. You know. Again, effort. Yeah. Effort. Yeah. What do I want to? Vo- That's something I have to check. And what am I going to check every day to see if you've sent me a voicemail or not? Then I become the weird one, you know. Yeah. And once again, to be fair, Damo doesn't even read the rundown. I don't. Like, so I barely, I, I barely read my emails. You know, yeah, it's not it. interesting. I have to nudge him. I'm like, hey, don't forget to yeah. check your email. Like, there's yeah. a rundown in there. I put it together, and then hey, no worries. I've looked at it, and then I get to the show. He's like, what have we got tonight? And I'm like, yeah. oh. I- did you read the rundown? Nah, I didn't look at and he, it. So, and he has to nudge me by sending me a text message, which I probably won't look at for a couple of days either. You know? A couple of days anyway. I'll so he needs to nudge me on Tuesday on to read yeah. the email on Friday. And I haven't sent yet. Yes. Just in advance, knowing it take you three days to read the text message to then look at the email. Correct. Uh, I just get it. You get ahead of it. I like it. That's right. Uh, should we do a uh, demo? Uh, big week. Big week. Big I want to put it out there because this is this doesn't happen very often. Mm. But Greeno puts the hot stove. Yes. In, in the first segment. Yeah, I was wondering about this, and I yeah. I don't recall this being discussed at our pre-show meeting or our approval meeting uh, for the rundown, so that's a little no, concerning that this was no, kind he, of executived in. This was executive in by the uh, the rundown producer, i.e. me. Yeah. Uh, so uh, last week we talked about the issue with the stove not getting enough heat because we, we left the window open a bit too much, and the wind that was coming in from the southerly was, was uh, causing issues with the pilot light, hmm. and then there was not enough heat. So I could have shut the window, Greedo, let's be honest. Yeah. 100%. And, and that was a rookie error by myself. I should hmm. know this after doing six seasons of the fucking hot stove on this show. It's a lot of stoves. So, uh, so last week I shut the window, yes. turned the burner up. Now, what I did as well is uh, a, bit of a bit of a cheat on the hot stove for this particular week. Did you really? But, what? <laughs> Whack the kettle on the boil, all right? Whack the yeah. kettle on the boil for the, for the kettle on the boil. What is Top. this segment? <laughs> the whole segment is the intro. Go with it. Uh, we've, been doing this segment. we've been doing this joke for six years. Oh, Just no. fucking roll with it. So with the kettle on the boil, yeah. uh, kettle's fucking up to the brim. Good. Oh, oh you got one of those old-fashioned kettles that whistles, oh, dude. That's <laughs> whistle. That's right. Jesus, where'd you get that from? A garage sale or something? Ah, uh, cash converters. Cash converters. So, so Where it was sold as brand new kettle. State of the art whistling hand. technology. It was beautiful. Yep. Never uh, miss another hot cupper again. Topped, topped up the stove with the boiling water, which is a bit of a cheat, but that's fine. Yeah. Uh, then, as a double down because of the issue with the window being open and the pilot light uh, not quite inflaming. That's and right. then there was also the issue I found out also later after the fact the pot 
was uh, not completely over the burner. Ah, oh, that'll do behind. it. Yeah. Bit side burner, so I had left hand side burning nicely, right hand side not so much. Had a bit of a ripple bubble, no good. Yeah, I've got uh, a really big fry pan, Greeno, and sometimes it's really like I've got one of those burners that's actually three burners, so you can put on like the middle one, the mm. the the inside one, the middle one, and then the outer one, and all three of them, you know. And yeah. I only ever really use two. And that's oh, if I want to flash fry something, that's hot enough. I only use two myself. Yeah, I reckon nine times out of ten, I don't have the fry pan over the circles perfectly. You know, what no, I mean? it's a bit it, off to the side. It's like, why don't I notice that when I'm doing it? You know, I do, I do notice it when uh when I'm like, why is this bit of fish way cooked and this one's not? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, because it's at halfway over. No, but good. when you're standing over it, it looks perfect. It looks sweet. You're just like, oh, it's balanced, right? It's all good. Yeah. It's done. Mm. Uh, so anyway, put the lid on the bo- on the pot with the boiling water yep. to get it back up. And my word, did that fucking do the trick? Because this week on the hot stove Bubbling. was fucking burko that we had. It over was it a boil over, Greeno? It fucking boiled over. <laughs> it was a boil uh, over. It was a boil over. Because we, we had the uh, the winter meetings, which means all the all the big fuckheads are in there. They're meeting. They're trying to sign. They're trying to trade. It went fucking nuts this week. Over a billion dollars yes. was made this week. Let's have a look. Okay. And we start off with none other than Are we crazy going through Uncle. the whole billion, though? Or? We are going through the whole billion, brother. Uh, crazy Uncle Jerry Depoto got the week started. Oh, sorry. It seems to be the hardest Eastside, uh, Seattle Mariners and Milwaukee Brewers are finalizing a trade that sent Jesse Winker and Abraham Toro to the Brewers for Colton Wong and $1.75 million. Now, uh, right, look, so now see, here I was thinking, all right, well, this first one's got to be the big one, and then nah, it'll nah, be nah, worth like $700 million, and then we're, later. We're, we're through the billion already, but if, know, if, if just... we're going up in increments of $1.75, we'll be here no, all no, fucking no. night. Okay. Like, Fucking, let's just fucking hold your horses, right? Okay. So, Crazy Uncle Jerry, he just traded away a player that he that was his big trade piece last year that he obtained. Ah, right. So he traded for Jesse Winker last year. Yep. He shipped him off this year. God. That became that became his 139th trade with the Mariners. Uncle Jerry Depoto is about as loyal as YouTube, Greeno. Hundred <laughs> percent. He, he loves you one year, and then next year you're out the door. Right, so the one point seven five million didn't tickle your fancy, Damo? No. What else you got for me? Can Justin kick Verlander. it up a notch. I thought it was a boil Just, over. Here we go. Justin Verlander, Verlander yes. two years, eighty six million. Okay, nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. But he's the best Pretty pitcher good. in the game, isn't he? Yeah, he is. This year, yeah. forty three million a year, highest ever for a pitcher. Okay. Trey Turner. How does eleven years, three hundred million with the Phillies sound? Here we go. Nice, nice Gary. Gary. Now we're working our way up the tally board. Uh, now we're going back down because the Guardians got one year, I uh, say two years, thirty-three million for Josh Bell. Mm-hmm. Cody Bellinger one year, seventeen point five million with the Cubs. <laughs> only thirty-three Hanniger, million. Only seventeen million. million. Yeah, that's it. Only Mitch Hanniger three years, forty-five million to the Giants. Taiwan Walker four years, <laughs> seventy-two million money. to the Phillies. Jamison Tyon four years, sixty-eight million with the Cubs. Gee, it's Wilson nice to see first. that we've fully recovered from the COVID years now, isn't it? Because the the yeah. wages are getting right back up there again, aren't they? <laughs> that's yeah. Uh, Wilson Contreras, St. Louis Cardinals, five years, eighty-seven million. Yeah. Xander Bogarts, eleven years, two hundred eighty million with the Padres. Yeah. Brendan Nimmo, New York Mets, an agreement with an eight-year, one hundred sixty-two million. David Robinson, an agreement with a one-year, ten million. And the fucking pizza resistance demo mm. to the fucking crazy hot boiling stove. Mm. Aaron Judge, nine years, three hundred and sixty million dollars to the New York Yankees. Nice. 
Yes, Gary. I saw a fucking hot stove this week, baby. Yeah. He certainly had the year of he 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 can he should be paying like a quarter of that money to the journalists of New York who wrote nothing but fucking Aaron Judge puff pieces all well, year he, to he hype him also, up. <laughs> he should also be writing a big thank you note to uh, MLB for being the MVP. No, 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 no. Uh, for it turns out this week some investigations turned out they had juiced baseballs mainly in Yankee games, Is that right? which allowed him to hit more home runs. Oh, what the Yankees cheated? You don't say. Who would have thought? Yeah, uh, never happens. Yeah. <laughs> but that got buried because everyone was talking about the fact he signed nine years, $360 million. So they ignored the report about the fact that a lot of those home runs were hit with fucking very light baseballs. So oh, look at thought? this, Green. We've got a full house. We've got Mofo Storm fan and Jim Enwer joining us in the nice, chat. Nice, Gary. We've got four of our seven listeners right. in the chat at one time. This is unheard of, sir. Careful. This is like the old days. Careful. We'll be, we'll, we're, we're, inch, we're inching up to that 28 listener threshold, which will get us kicked <laughs> off YouTube, Green. Jim Shield might be offended. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to give, I will give a nice Gary to Aaron Judge because he uh-huh. knocks Nice, back. Gary. At the start of this last year, or this year, sorry, mm. uh, $215 million offer. And everyone's like, he's fucking insane. Boston. Is he, is, uh, that, was, that was from the Yankees. Okay. Uh, they're like, there's no way he's going to make more than 215 That's that, that, That's a perfectly uh, acceptable offer. Mm. He ended up making himself an extra $150 million with the year he had last year. Yeah, good enough. And like I said, Brilliant. he can thank the um, journalists of New York, the sports journalists of New York, for at least a, a, a portion of that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it was disgusting. When Shohei Atani was doing what he does, uh, all they wanted to talk about was fucking Aaron Judge, you know. Aaron Judge. There was a couple, like, there's a lot of podcast, baseball podcasts I listen to. It. There's a couple I had to stop listening to. Because of the because, Aaron Judge dick suck. Because of yeah. the Judge dick suck, I had it's to ridiculous. just turn it off. Yeah. And then we were like, what he did last year was amazing. It was all very good. Yeah, but it's but only because it he plays for the Yankees that he gets that treatment. That's oh, the problem. it was. Like, uh, Giancarlo Stanton, our man, uh, my, my male body role model, hmm. who is built of granite. Yes. He hit 59 uh, a few years back before he got traded to the Yankees. Hmm. There was nowhere near the amount of dick suck that happened this year when he was in sight of getting 60, 62 home runs. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. no good. Well, it's yeah. uh, Yankees players. They're, you know, um, sports journalists, if, if you listen to them, all the greatest ever players are Yankees and that's the way they see it, you know. A guy, a guy can have a worse season a guy can have a really good seat. Let's say someone plays for like the Cardinals Greeno or something, right? Mm-hmm. And then he goes to the Yankees. He can have a worse season at the Yankees and they'll say how much better he was just because he played at the Yankees. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, fuck the Yankees, mate. Nice, <laughs> Gary. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to at miniature reading talking about burner problems. They're confused. Oh yeah. yeah. That's the hot stove. Do you want to go over it again, Greeno? Should we cover the hot stove? So basically yeah. the hot stove, I, I feel that something is missing when the MLB is talking about the off season and the hot stove, as it's referred to mm. is the temperature. Yes. There's got to be, there's got to be more discussion about the temperature because it's very, they, they kind of like the critical element. See what I did They there? overlook the critical element of the fact of how hot a said stove is mm-hmm. uh, week in, week out. Because otherwise, there's no point in talking about it as a hot stove. That's correct? right. Call it something else. Call it something yeah. relevant. If you don't want to talk about the temperature, then don't fucking, don't call it a hot stove. How hot is it? How hot is the stove? They yeah. have to leave it to us That's right. to cover that aspect. That's it. Uh, we, we cover it with the, the burners, the, the explanation for the, the said heat of said stove. Mm. 
you know why we've got time? You know why we've got time to do the hot stove segment, Green? It's because we're not spending the whole show talking about Aaron fucking Josh. Aaron Josh. No, exactly. We've got time to talk about the important stuff, like how hot is the how hot is the imaginary stove on which we base the metaphor of the hot stove? Correct. Yeah. Exactly. Critical. It's a metaphor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Damo, let's talk. Let's get away from metaphors. Let's talk real uh, reality. Let's, reality. Let's talk a bit of story time if we can. I like stories about pinatas. So, uh, something has been in the works at, at the Greeno House. Yeah. We've been looking to have our, our our roof has been uh, said to be painted, repaired for almost a year now. Uh, we, we booked in the dude in January. He's like, look, could be a three to four month wait, uh, pending weather. But we'll see how we go. I'm like, sweet. We'll you be done get, by and you, To be fair, there was a lot of rain happening around. So he could, he could have been pushed out of two months just from rain, really. you know. 100% it could have. So yeah. I was expecting like May, June, worst case. And then we had all that rain. And I was expecting like July, August. And then it got to like October and still, I'm like, mm, still mm, nothing. Mm. November, it happened. So it's excellent. Dude came in, made it all look schmick, yep. fresh paint. Schmick-o. looks all good. But what happens is, you know me, and it it doesn't come across with this show, mm. uh, but I'm a bit of a perfectionist. So... <laughs> no, you don't, you don't fucking say forensic accountant. Uh, <laughs> this show what? is not a good example of my, my perfectionism because this one is where I get to let loose. Yeah. Um, but with the house, I was looking at it and the roof looks schmick and the yard's looking nice. I put a lot of effort in that. But there's bits and pieces of the front mm. aesthetic that I'm like, look, no one has, room for improvement. No one, has, no one has painted this fucker since it was built 25 years ago. And if they did paint it, they put on one coat mm. and it was the cheap shit. It yes. was like, where's the discount bin? Uh, <laughs> just slap it on and we're good to go. They, you, you know what it was? It was like a legitimate flip or something. So someone's like, let's just fucking whack a coat of paint on it to look at, yeah. to get a bit of street appeal. And then we're out of here. You know what I we're mean? Out. And that was 25 years ago and it hasn't right. been touched since. Yep. So we're looking at that and I said to the wife, I'm like, look, we don't have much money with the interest rate rise, but we look, let's, it's frustrating me that everything looks nice except for these things that, you know, mm. there's peeled off paint and look shit. Let's let's get it sorted. We'll buy the paint. We'll paint it ourselves. We're going to Oh, now let me interrupt the story. I like there. stories mm. about pinatas. Um, I dislike painting immensely, and it's mm. not the it's not the act of doing the painting. It's the fact that no matter how hard I try, it'll be never it'll never be good enough for whoever's around me. They'll be like, "Your brush stroke here, you missed that there." <laughs> So I don't bother now. I'm like, no, nope, fuck yeah. you. Go and get a professional to do it. And that's the way yeah. we approach these things. But there's also <laughs> the the convenience factor of it, Greener, because painting mm. inside the house is hard enough. Now, you're taking yeah. on the painting on the outside of outside. the house. Correct. So where the comments would normally be from family members attacking me, mm-hmm. saying you could have done that better, you could have done this, why didn't you take that off? You're straight instead going to have straight, yeah, it's going to be like when you're, when you're fixing the engine in the driveway and all the guys start yeah. hovering around the fucking car, Greeno, pointing things mm-hmm. out. Like, when was the last time you changed the car out, mate? You know, yeah. When was the last time you cleaned your spark plugs? Looks like there's a bit of build up there. It's like, fuck <laughs> off, mate. 
I didn't ask for help. And so you're you're now going to be getting the same thing with the painting ground. They're just going to stand there and go, oh, yeah, how come you went with that colour? <laughs> oh, yeah, are you doing anything else with it? Or, oh, yeah, what kind of paint's that? Yeah, you, what kind of brush are you using, mate? Oh, yeah, look, I've got these rollers, eh? I picked them up down the store for 20 bucks. They're pretty fucking good, you know? You're going to have to go through all of that. So I like stories about pinatas. Thankfully, I didn't have to deal with that because, you know me, antisocial, no neighbour wants to speak to me. Mm. So that works out good. Now, uh, what I did have to deal with, though, is obviously the fact that uh, the outdoor painting that did need to be done was at a height. Mm. So uh, I had to buy myself a ladder. So I got the ladder sorted. (laughs) See, it's already started. You think, I'll just buy the paint and do it myself. It's like, no, no, you need a special brush. You need a ladder. ladder. You need to get a drop sheet. You need to get all this stuff. Well, thankfully, my old man was a good, is a good like he's he's got years and years worth of painting material. So I bet he, every sheets, old man does, Greeno. Every exactly. old guy, every every old guy. I reckon I'm going to say every guy over sixty. You go into their shed. There's screws that they haven't used yeah. since the early yeah. '80s, and tins <laughs> of paint that you would need a yeah. jackhammer to open because they're so <laughs> fucking dry around the rim. You know what I mean? Hundred Saving them for thirty fucking years. The tins of paint. The paint yeah. has eaten through the tin and is now leaking yeah. out the bottom the of it. If you pick it up, it's, it's eroded outside. <laughs> yes, it's still there. Yeah. Uh, Hang on, honey. You never know when we might want to do another room up in that pastel purple that we got in 1973. You know what I mean? Yeah. You never know. You never know. So, so whatever the old man's place, I'm like, look, I need, uh, I need a drop sheet, I need a roller, blah, blah, blah. I come home with two tubs worth of fucking shit that's been in my dad's uh, garage shed. For, like you said. So you didn't even paint. buy new paint, like pick no, no, a colour no, no, or anything. It's like, we'll see what the old no, no, no. man's got backed up in no, the shed and paint. take the extras. No, no. I, bought, <laughs> I bought the painting materials, the uh, paint myself had to buy. Uh, so that was all fine. So I grabbed all that, saved a whole bunch of money there. Very good. Yeah. So then I get home, had to buy a ladder because we're doing – the, it was all like upper upper aesthetic, right? Mm. Downstairs we're sweet, but upper aesthetic need, is where the issue was with the chipping paint. Yeah, your little so, your little trims on the on the roof, the little wooden trim that runs underneath. Yeah, and, yeah all that kind of done, stuff. It had to all be done. Yeah. So we get up there, and it seems like a fun activity until I realise <laughs> that my that my, uh, my whole front area is not level. So then I <laughs> nice, make sure. Gary. The wife is is like we're so then we're finding like little blocks of wood that I can put under one leg of a fucking two meter ladder that I'm climbing up yeah. in order to be able to tape up and fucking paint and get the angle and do oh, all this man. and touch up. So once upon that- a time, a guy in a wheelchair came to our school, and this is exactly how his story started. <laughs> When he spoke to us, I'm really He's yeah. like, "Got up on a ladder, get some paint up." Yeah. No, get up there. Get I it thought done. I'll just yeah. stick a bit of wood under one of the legs. What's the worst that can happen? You know, hundred yeah. percent. So I did that, managed to survive, but literally eight hours it took uh, me and my wife to to get up down the ladder, up down. Greeno, I don't want to. I don't want to interrupt I the like story. Stories Greeno. about pinatas, but we do have Doctor Climate Abortion in the no, chat. Have we got five of our seven listeners in the chat? So I can't keep count, mate. They're rolling in. I think, I think five, six, five. who knows? This is unbelievable. Full house. We almost have a full house. We could have, we could have the block Christmas party right here yeah. because we've almost got a full house. And um, again, I'm telling you, if it, look, if do we have any admins in the chat? Because if we get over seven, I want you to start banning people, okay? Because otherwise, YouTube. Have more than seven. That's right. Otherwise, if we have more than seven, YouTube will do, will deem this channel as an influencer <laughs> and ban us for inciting hate speech. hate speech. Yeah, that's right. We can't get have ladders. that. 
Yeah. Um, so up and down the ladder for all day one. Mm. Day two, similar thing. Got to got to get the second coat on, man. Yes. Coat, got to make it all look all good. Tidy it all up. Up down the ladder. Up down the ladder. Day three, I can barely move. What, what is going on here? Now I've been doing a weekly weigh-in, right? Mm. Where just keeping an eye on the weight because I feel like during like Christmas period. Let things get a little bit out of hand, uh, a little bit beers consumed, maybe a little bit less exercise. However, last week was a fucking big exercise week, right? Mm. So jump on the scale, 2.5 kilos put on. Oh, muscle, leg muscle, Greeno. Up and down the ladder all day. Quads and glutes, baby. Quads that and is glutes. fucking literally nothing but quads and glutes, 2.5 kilos go. from going up and down a ladder incessantly for eight hours a day to paint the outside up and down frame. So let me guess what happened next. You went into your wife's wardrobe and picked out a pair of short cut-off jeans and then got right back up on that ladder, didn't you? 100%. In the summer. Shirt off, the, the quads like, oh, and the glutes. Within uh, quick time, yep. I had the uh, the pants, the high pants. Remember the old Richard Simmons gear, yes. those shorts you used to wear? Yes. Simmons? We'd whack those they on. flare and- right out. So just a pair oh, of yeah. work boots and Richard's, Richard and Simmons shorts and that's it. Yeah. And then a, and a glaze as well. Whacked a bit of oil on yep. the glutes, yep. uh, on the quads. <laughs> so they glisten. Yeah. So they glisten up on the ladder for any ladies <laughs> walking past. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or, or guys wearing an Anthony Hardaway NBA shirt. <laughs> NBA shirt. Either way. Good time to go to a break. <laughs> Ah, uh, really? Because you you really got to kind of give me more of a lead in. Uh, <laughs> Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic? Handmade with painstaking care. Put into every note. Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later. Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. There's a place that we can go to watch old things. All the warm, fuzzy member berries it brings. It's a special little spot. See you over there very soon. It's our special little spot, tucked away on D Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessie. When we were kids and there wasn't any school, we'd sit and watch all the best cartoons. Eating cereal until it was noon. We never thought that 30 years later it'd still be cool. Saturday night and cheesy movies. Show us boobies, it's our special little spot Tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pessy Enjoy the joy of Pessy Enjoy the joy of Pessy
now with less than 3% sport content. It's the starting block on TAVshow.com. Yes, welcome back to the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, follow us on Twitter at the starting block. I'm going to drop a K at the end. Follow myself at Boogie Bumper. Um, get in now because all the Nazis apparently coming back to Twitter. Um, I look and you know I got to got to put it out there, Greeno, in an effort to get some more Twitter followers. Hey, I was recently banned off YouTube for hate speech, mind you. Now watch them come flocking in. Nice, watch all the new followers come flocking to my account now. Hey, you know you know I was kicked off YouTube for hate speech, right? Really? This guy sounds cool. Check him out. Check him out. Yeah. And then they'll see me tweeting about you know. I don't even know the garbage I put out there half the time. <laughs> pointless, pointless drivel it is most of the time. <laughs> you know, so. um, it's fine though. But people, as long as people check it out, we're all good. That'll yeah, show naughty old YouTube. Yeah. Jim N Word uh, is apparently still banned on Twitter, even though Elon Musk has taken. That's how bad Jim N Word was banned off Twitter in the first you, place. Elon won't let him back. No, apparently wow. they've let all the Nazis back on, and Jim's still sitting there going, "What about me?" And they're like, "I don't think so." <laughs> You stay in the naughty corner, please, Jim. That's right. <laughs> Too offensive for the Nazis. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Everyone else is back except Jim M. I, I kind of hope that Jim M. Word's claim to fame is the fact that he's the only account banned yeah. on Twitter. He's the only, they let, they let, Trump, they let Donald Trump back on. It's him yeah. and Alex Jones. That's it. Jim and yeah. Alex, they're the only ones not allowed back. Only ones. Yeah, they can have their Christmas party. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Damo, our, our boy, uh, Uni Day reporter Troy, sent us, mm. sent us this tweet uh, uh, the other, other day. And it, was, it was a very lovely idea. And, and we don't like doing sentiment much on this show. But yeah. uh, this one was kind of, it was very nice. Mm. Um, it, was, it was a Twitter post by, uh, I don't know who this dude is. But he sage said, well, Greeno by Mellum, Mellum Jr. He's a sage, yeah. though. So he, I think that's him saying he knows a lot of wisdom and yes, stuff. He gets it. He understands. He's deep. Deep guy, yeah. Uh, he wrote, uh, when my son was born, I created an email address for him. Every mm-hmm. achievement of photo taken is sent to that email. Yep. When he's old enough, uh, he will get the password and we'll have all those memories. Sharing us dear for those like to as well. Oh, man, that's fucking lovely, man. Mm. Like, fucking, why didn't I think of that? That's a, a great, great idea. Yeah. Like, really, really good. Like, you can kind of have that collection of, of thoughts and then yeah. they'll get to, like, the 80th birthday and go, hey, man, check this shit out. Here's like, the login. Yep. Here's the login. Like, jump on in. And then, but... I thought about then the reality of life because okay. that seems good. Because if if you did that in a photo album, mm. like you'd have this beautiful album. Yes. Yeah. But if you hand your son like an email address and go, here what it is, mm. it'd be like, Dad, like, why do I need to enlarge my penis? Nice, what? Gary. What? <laughs> Why am I getting emails from trip.com? Why what? am I why is this why are you giving me the login to an inbox that's filled with EB games catalogs? hundred <laughs> percent. Seven billion emails of spam yeah. and maybe four hundred photos. Gee, so, thanks, thanks for the present, Dad. Now I can really become a member of the Woolworths fucking frequent buyer club. Nice, Gary. Get six percent off my eggs. Yeah. <laughs> that's good stuff. 100%. So, <laughs> Well, it seems like a beautiful idea in theory. You have to get through all the spam. 
you got to get through the spam and the fucking the kids going to spend the next 18 years having to delete all those emails. That's right. He's, yeah. he's, probably, he's probably just going to get an auto mail and just delete those emails. He's going to have to set up filters, Greeno, you know, and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Block and so good. Then what's going to happen is you're going to give him the password. He's going to fucking forget to write it down. That's right. Uh, yeah. And then you have to reset password. This is going to get sent to your email. Yeah. And you're by that stage, you're going to be in your 70s. Mm. You're not going to even look at him like, what's his email account? And then suddenly he's not going to get to the able to get the access to the account either. That's so right. once again, good idea in theory. However, practicality in the real world doesn't really mm, work. Not so much. <laughs> there you go. Unless you unless he really does want to enlarge his penis, then you're doing him a favor. Well then you're helping him out. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Damo, we we dealt with the cricket saga, uh, what, four and a half, five years ago now. Which saga was that? The uh, ball tampering Australia cheated one? Yeah, that's the one. And look, we thought that was now behind us uh, because Steve Smith is the captain for this particular test. It's like, well, you know, all is forgiven. The band's been done. However, uh, Dave Warner was appealing his lifetime ban of leadership for his involvement in that particular scandal. Now, something that hasn't been pointed out, and like we'll get to the, the drama and the bullshit in a second, something that hasn't been pointed out in the media or or any point uh, through all this is leadership is an interesting thing, right? To me, a leader is is a leader, right? Okay. A leader is someone That's who doesn't... fairly need- fucking obvious, no, Greeno, but anyway, me. carry on. What I'm saying is a leader doesn't need a title to lead. <laughs> okay. So David Warner can lead his team at any point he wants by being a spiritual leader. You're saying in leader, attitude, lead in leader, attitude. attitude leader. Okay. He, can be, he can sit there and coach the young kids as much as he wants. But Greeno, that's not as satisfying as a title. To do right is to get a fucking nice little label yeah. to go, you a wise captain? You yeah, Greeno, how do I expect my ego to be stroked when I can't mm. force people to refer to me as captain? Greeno. As captain, yeah. exactly. So once again, the <laughs> oh, point captain, of the matter my is his, his leadership ban yeah. is a leadership title ban. Right. There's nothing stopping this fuckwit from leading. He can, he can do the exact Fuck same wit. job. <laughs> Yeah, he can do the exact same job he wants to do as a leader in inverted commas. I guarantee, I guarantee you're only calling him a fuckwit because he's not scoring runs at the moment. No, <laughs> Dave is fucking. This this one also got me thinking. Yeah. David Warner is such a fuckwit that it makes me think how bad was Brad Hodge behind the scenes because Dave keeps on being let back into the team. Mm. Despite being this much of a knob, yeah. that the Brad Hodge only played what a dozen tests, average sixty, yep. scored a two hundred, mm. and was never allowed back in the team. Yeah. Well, I mean, Michael Clark was captain; he was a bit of a knob too. So you know, Caddish had him picked, didn't he? Early? Yeah, no, Caddish was right over him. Oh, Caddish did a job on Davy. Yes. Oh, let, let's let Caddish back into the dressing room. Now there's a there's a leader. Nice, there's Gary. A true leader nice who's Gary. the fucking uh, cap called Cat yep. who. Would literally choke out the future Australian captain. That's right. Because he wanted he wanted to fuck off in the middle of a team song that's to right. go hang out with his girlfriend. That's a that's a story for um you know the Americans in the audience that the Australian Test uh, he was a uh, the Australian Test cricket that people say in this country that being captain of the Australian cricket team is the second most important job in the country behind the Prime Minister basically. Yeah, our version of the president. Correct. Yes. So. 
Um, the future captain of the Australian team, he it was, it was at Lara at the time. Lara yeah, it was Lara. It was, yeah, so he was dating. Yeah. He was dating the girl who was famous from the tourism ad. Where the bloody hell are you at the time? Mm-hmm. And he wanted to leave. And now officially, after a test match, if you win, the Australians get together. They have beers and they sing a song. And you're not. It, it's really not over until that happens, kind of thing. Yeah, that's the end of your work day. That's After right. The song is done, correct. That's right. And Michael wanted to fuck off early so he could go and fuck his girlfriend, which you know he's a young guy. That's probably what they want to do. They're all twenty three. Twenty three. Girlfriend. Yeah. 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 He wants to go and do his thing. Had a big day. Yeah. You know? But he oh, tried to leave right. early, and yeah. um, Simon Kadich, one of the senior players in the team, grabbed him by the throat and slammed him up against the locker and said, "You're not fucking yeah. going anywhere." Yeah. And when Michael Clark became captain, miraculously, Simon Kadich wasn't in the team anymore. No. <laughs> until, until he set, uh, like five years later, set like an all-time shield record. That's right. For most ever runs, and they had no choice. They had no choice him. but to put him back in because he was so fucking good. Yeah. So, yeah. They, but, yeah, no. it took him five years in the wilderness, and he just kept yeah. scoring, like, he kept being the best, like head and shoulders better than everybody else in the country and they wouldn't pick him for Australia. And after five years, at like 35 or 36 years old or something, mind you, yeah. they were like, okay, let him back in. You know? I, t- I, tell you Simon, I tell you what Simon Caddish didn't do, though. Hmm. He didn't fucking whinge to the media like David Warner. No, he didn't. You've been banned from all leadership roles, i.e. inverted commas title. Yeah. Uh, well, let's see so what David's got to say. Let's see this report. As David Warner was preparing to head into the middle of the Adelaide Oval, his manager was delivering a bouncer. Speaking on radio, James Erskine said the Aussies were ordered to cheat by cricket bosses after a thumping loss to South Africa in 2016. Warner said that we've got to reverse swing the ball. And the only way we can reverse swing the ball is basically um, uh, by tampering with it. So they were told to do it. Erskine hinting at more bombshells to come. I don't know if, like, do you, I don't know. Do you believe that, Greeno? I don't. Uh, look, yeah, I no, I, I believe that probably happened. But at the same time, this happened five years ago. Mm. All you have Who to gives do a is fuck? just fucking, yeah. yeah, shut your fucking mouth, finish out your career. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't got long to go. He's probably got he's another got year or two. Yeah. He's 37 or now, I think, 36, 37. Yep. He's only got one or two years, two, one or two years left. All he had to do, and he's done a pretty good job since he came back from the band. Mm. Just shut your fucking mouth. And just play cricket. That's all you need to do. Yeah. Like you're on the wrong side of it from the publicity side. This is making him look more like a dick. Like, yeah. Yep. Like he, he wants to challenge a band. Who's going to make him captain? He's 37 years old, mm. and, and barely like, when, at the moment. To be fair, is not really warranting his spot in the team. Mm. He's got the runs in the bank that means he'll be there for a little bit more. Yeah, he's got but, legacy. You know, yeah, on his side. But, yeah. Like, why would you make a 37 year old captain? Yeah. Like it, it makes no sense from a test side. Maybe he's angling more to like the BBL, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah, um, I think that's fair enough. B- BBL is not real cricket anyway. Fucking make anyone captain. It doesn't matter. Mm. Like the result is not going to change. Yeah. But it just it's just like just shut your mouth, man. Finish out your career. Like you've 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 done some dodgy shit. There's there's a lot of d- dodgy Davy shit that hasn't been released, oh, which yeah. I can see yeah. happening with Cricket Australia's media, like sneaky stories being put out to certain reporters. But it'll be uh, once he retires, though. That's the thing. Yeah, they can't do it. Like, I know some shady dodgy Dave stories mm. from cricket people. <laughs> well, remember, say, you'll remember Greeno was like, you remember it was like all of a sudden, I reckon it was like maybe seven or eight years ago, 
there was a whole effort in sports media to change the image of David. Do you remember? It became mm-hmm. he became a totally different guy like overnight. Yeah. And they started talking about what a great team man he is, and he's a family man, and it was puppies and babies. There was wars everywhere, man. They're trying to say how smart he is when everyone knows he's dumb as dumb as dog shit. shit. You know, <laughs> that's all you need to do. And look, like, he might be really smart at cricket. You know, yeah. he might really understand cricket, um, mm-hmm. but that's different. And they're like, oh, he's a genius. He's fucking. And I was like, hang on, where does all this come from? And then. Slowly and slowly and slowly, the image. So, so some at some point, a PR firm was engaged. I think. You yeah. Know. Oh, well, about the same time that he uh, hooked up with his now wife. Yes, that's right. And at that time, he he had a bit of Michael Slater's about him. At that time, he was starting to get a bit, you know, with the Ferrari, and you know, he was starting Ooh. to get a little bit showman. So I wonder if they were like, you don't want to go down the Slater route, you know. No, I mean? Uh, and also, you got to remember, his wife had to do a big kind of character turn when yes. it came to, like in the in the media. So I think they had the same kind of manager, same media outlet, same PR firm mm. involved for both of them. And they're like, look, if we can if we can turn around the image of someone who got fucked by a footballer in a toilet, mm. like we can we can change <laughs> See, the image. Pretty this is what I'm talking about. This is why <laughs> this is Greeno says far more outlandish shit on this show than I do. Yet I'm the one that's banned off YouTube and Greeno's swinging from, what, shooting from what, the hip, you know. What did I say that was unfactual there? Oh, it's not about factual. It's just the manner in which you say it. <laughs> I didn't say anything unfactual either. Hitler really was, um, you know, re- Hitler really did care about animals. He was an animal activist. He really was a feminist. He really was an artist, you know. Also factual. <laughs> By the way, Hitler is bad. Hitler and David Warner. Yep. Let's get to some Statmans, Damon. Statman. I'm a Statman. Nairan. Nairan. Kicking ass, minus Labashane. Scoring 200 and 100 in the same test. Yep. Manus joins Doug Walters, Sunil Gavaskar. Doug Walters, Rowe, I didn't even know that. Dougie Walters. Greg Chappell, Grand Gooch, Brian Lara, Kumasangakara, and Manus are the only uh, one, two, three, four, five, eight people that uh, have ever scored at 200 and 100 in the same test. Gee, Graham Gooch was a good player. We saw the end of his career where he was pretty rubbish and old. he was like 40 yeah. years old, you know? Uh, yeah. But gee, he was a good player, wasn't he? He was Graham a good Gooch. player, 100%. The only one on that list I don't recognize is Lawrence Rowe. Yes. But that was because. Uh, 1972, he played for the West Indies. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we know Doug Walters, obviously. Yeah, but that's different. Oh, I suppose we do know Sunil Gavaskar as well. Yeah, whatever happened to Lawrence Rowe, we'll have to look into that. Yeah. He might have been like a one-hit wonder. Mm. Um, well, also, at least a two-hit wonder because he hit 214 yeah, 200, and 100. And 100. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> for one test, you know what I mean? Yes. Um, you look fabulous in this suit. Um, <laughs> you get that reference? No. No, you don't. No. All good. That's, uh, you ever see that movie, That Thing You Do? Oh, is that some punsy um, t- rom-com that you get into? No, I, oh, I was sort of. <laughs> oh, is that, is that the oh, uh, yes. the O'Neaters? Yeah, Every day keep hey, doing you. that thing oh, you do. 100%. Yeah. That one. Okay, like, so what's the suit reference then? Oh, well, because every time, because like, they're, they're one-hit wonders, and every time you see Tom Hanks, he always says the same line, because they send him out on all these different festivals. You mm. look amazing in that suit. You look wonderful in that suit. And that's the, the running gag throughout the entire movie. Right. Like, you look great in that suit. Okay. Same line over and over. Okay. Uh, probably would have been better without the explanation. Mm. Probably could have moved on from it. Mm. 
Well, we have to we have to unearth these things. We do. That's what we dig deep. Yep. We could have done this pre-show, off-show. Should have done show. a lot of stuff pre-show, going by tonight's oh, efforts. We've got our, we've had our biggest audience in all of all time. We've spent eighty percent of the show talking about fucking cricket that nobody cares about. Well, that's how good we are. You're on the program. I, I disagree. I think we spent maybe twelve percent talking cricket, and we spent eighty percent talking about a stove. Look look what's on the screen now, though. <laughs> We're not talking about it, are we? We're no, we'll, we'll just leave it there and talk about other stuff. Yeah. Uh, Manus as well also became the second fastest Australian to ever – oh, no, second fastest ever, I think, to get 3,000 runs in test cricket behind only Don Brabant. Jim Edward in the chat, Greeno. Jokes are funnier when you explain them, Greeno. hundred <laughs> percent. Isn't it? Isn't it good? Isn't that how it works? You yeah. get it? You get it? <laughs> yeah, you get it. Um, Look at this no, guy. He gets it. Yeah, He gets it. Yeah, we'll get it. Yeah, Marcus Labuschagne, fastest to 3,000 runs. And it just, like, so 51, yes. So he's equal second. Um, but look at Bradman, man. 33 oh, innings. Bradman, that's just, that's just ridiculous, the Bradman. Like, Put it like, this way. So 100 years ago, that's right, yeah. 100 years ago, when the game was arguably far harder to play, uh, because of uncovered wickets and all that kind of stuff. Having to go to the other countries by boat. Yes, it took them a month to go on tour because they yeah. Yeah, have to go by boat. And so 100 years ago, or thereabouts, a guy named Sir Donald Bradman, um, he his records still stand, and it's not even, like, close. It's just not fucking close. He's, yeah. all, he's scored the same amount of runs almost twice as fast as the next guy. Yeah. It's just, I don't... I, I don't know if there's anyone in any sport who has a comparable it record. No, it doesn't exist. It's the equivalent of like Babe Ruth, but Babe Ruth was twice as good as Babe Ruth was. Mm. Because Babe Ruth is this kind of like mystical figure that no one can ever achieve. Yep. But Don Bradman basically, let's let's refer to hundreds as home runs, right? Mm-hmm. Consider Babe, whatever Babe Ruth's home run total was, what was it, 60? Imagine he hit 120. 120. Because that's yeah. that's what the Don did. Imagine Babe Ruth's average. I don't know what it is. I think it's about 312 off the top of my head. Let's say uh, uh, Babe Ruth hit 600 for his career. That's what Don Bradman did. There's no one in any sport, like even Gretzky, that no one is ever going to touch Don Bradman's records where no. Vichkin is now, like he's 100 goals within Gretzky's goal record. There's no other sport that... Someone is so far ahead. There's people that no. are like, oh, no one's ever going to beat this particular record. The Don is fucking so far ahead of everyone. We thought, it's not funny. we thought the same about Roger Federer when he was flying, and now there's like two guys who are just as good as him anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> but not even that. Like Roger would have had to like double yeah. his, his yeah. talent. He would have had to win 40 every grand major. slams you'd have to win. Yeah. It has to be 40 or 50, 50 to be the equivalent of Don Bradman, which yeah. goes to show how good the Don is. And which goes also goes to point out how good Manus is yes. because he's second on that list. Yeah, there you so, go. Being second to the Don is about as good as you can ever get. Good. Yeah, even Brian Lara has been in the com box for this series. He's like, we just ignore Don. <laughs> yeah. And then it's everyone else. That's the real record we're chasing. Um, that wasn't bad for a West Indian accent, if I may say. I don't know. I feel like you have to ham it up more. Like, you know, we just ignore the Don, man. We kid. <laughs> I think that's too far. It suddenly it turns into it's cool too far. running. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's that's what you think of when you think of the West Indies, isn't it? 
You're you know, because Brian Lara doesn't really talk like that. He talks more like this. He's very, you know, refined. But when I do a Brian Lara impression, it's going to be like, Hey, let me off a spliff, man. Let's get <laughs> fucking high out here, motherfucker. Wicked. You Yo, Sanka, we dead yet? Sanka. <laughs> Kiss my egg. <laughs> All right, now we might get banned because I'm pretty sure that's racist, you know. No, no, you, that's just a cool runnings quote. Cool that's runnings, fine. yeah. That's yeah, fine. that's that's quotable. We might get copyright pinged, but aside from that, you reckon that the impression was that good? They won't know the difference. Uh, they, they, yeah, it's, it's it's almost like for luck. Obviously, for Sanka. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm the that's best push the, push cart driver in all of Jamaica, man. I'm gonna go watch that movie tonight. Yeah. Uh, but that's not rugby league day, mate. It's good to have this back yes, if I can. Yes. Now this one is this one is deep. This one's levels, and I love no, not AFL. No, no. The one. Oh, the other no, one. The other one. What's the uh, other one? That one. Ah. So this is the that's not rugby league. So this one is a is is kind of like a three tier. This is almost Inception, but that's not rugby league. Okay. Because this one is yeah, beautiful, beautiful this Found version. It. Yeah. I think this is the short version. But that's new. No, that's the long version. But that's new. Aye, it's delicious. But that's new. That's the long version. There's the goat. And there's the goat, the regular goat. Uh, this headline we saw throughout the week, Top Jockey Tommy Bree. So this is a racing story, it seems. Mm-hmm. Charged over money, tips, exchanges. Oh, this is fucking this juicy. Is a juicy racing story. Juicy. How is rugby league going to get put in here? Yeah. It's Jared Hayne. Oh, Jared Hayne. What the hell? This Jared Hayne? And wait, isn't he in prison for rape? Oh, wait. Jared Hayne's ex-butcher. Ex-butcher. What? No, <laughs> Did he That's break up with the butcher? <laughs> How do you become an ex-butcher? I guess, yeah. And because what if you wanted to smuggle in a couple of snags, Greeno? Oh, yeah. Hook they want to be so, yeah, let's get back through the headline. Top jockey Tommy Berry charged over money tips exchanges with Jared Hayne's ex-butcher. Ex-butcher. What? Yeah. what? Like. Why? That's a nice little sneaky, but that's the rugby league there. Yes, very good. Uh, well, well done. Now, uh, let's let's. We like the code wars here in Australia, though. Uh, that one. Oh, we, I don't like the code, code wars. Well. Idiots like the code wars. Well, I'm just saying we, <laughs> yeah. we like them for the purposes of this show because we point right. out the stupidity. Yeah. We don't care, give a fuck. Like, let's just enjoy all sport. Yeah. But. But that's not AFL popped up this week. And, and the AFL love to compare themselves to wider global sports, mm-hmm. even though the game is only played in like four states of one country. Mm-hmm. Um, but they love to like, who's, remember when uh, The Last Dance was released? They mm. kept on trying to go, who's the AFL version of Michael Jordan? Yes. And just love promoting it. Mm. Uh, they can't help it. They can't even watch the World Cup. In SEN TV, though, okay. which is like the Melbourne version where they have to laugh, talk right. about AFL. Melbourne Sports Radio. Yep. So uh, this was during the World Cup. Let's have a listen. I haven't watched a lot of... So this is Simon O'Donnell. So this is cricket, but that's not AFL, basically. Oh, that's Simon O'Donnell. I thought that was Andy Marr. No, that's Simon O'Donnell, man. Lionel Messi over the journey. You can't tell by the voice. No, I can't I haven't watched voice. a lot of yeah. Lionel side, Messi over the journey. Oh. And, I, and you know, I watched a bit of EPL. And that's sort of you know where I where I. Did Lionel Messi ever play in the EPL? No. Okay. Just the, guy, he was signed. He was signed by Barcelona. He was signed yeah. by Barcelona when he was like fucking twelve years old or something. But this is this is a person who's paid to do sports radio. Am I correct in saying this? Yes, but he's not saying that he he's literally saying that he hasn't really seen Messi because he watches the EPL. 
So he he's no, he acknowledging. He watches the EPL. No, no, anyway. yeah, he's like, I haven't really seen much of Messi because I I only really watch the EPL. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I haven't watched a lot of Lionel Messi over the journey, and I, and you know, I watch a bit of EPL. See, and that's hmm. sort of you know where I okay. where I yeah finish. Just the presence he had out on that ground, I thought it was stunning on Sunday morning, and. I was trying to find an AFL comparison to to, to Messi, not not what? for the stardom what? of him, although he's probably close. Oh. And, and Scott Pendlebury came to mind because every time Messi got the ball, okay, it, look, I don't think he's close. You dick! I don't think I, he's close. I, look, I can I can tell you who Lionel Messi is. Yeah, I know Lionel Messi. If I saw Lionel Messi in the street, I would know Lionel uh, Messi. Yeah. I, if you ask me what country Lionel Messi played for, I can tell you that. Well, you'd, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which country does he play for? Argentina. Okay. Which team does he play for? Uh, I don't know. No, I didn't get it. I didn't say that, did I? I no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, I'm just trying to. So which team does Scott Pendlebury play for? No idea. Collingwood. You knew that. There we go. <laughs> you fucking knew that, you slimy little cunt. You knew that. Look, I can't. If I saw Scott Pendlebury in the street, I would not know him. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Look, it... I, to be honest, man, I, I get it, and it's it's silly in some but I've got to put my hand on my heart here, and this may be a dick move. I don't you know. dick. But I have literally made the same comparison, like the exact same. And years ago, I reckon five, six years ago, I remember talking to... Uh, a Collingwood fan who was also a football fan. So we liked soccer and we were talking about the comparison between soccer and AFL because there's a lot of comparisons in the way the defences work and how they move the ball and stuff. Yeah. And there's there's quite a few similarities that don't seem obvious at first. Yeah. And I said, I remember exactly saying that um, Scott Pendlebury, the way he controls the game is is like watching Lionel Messi because Messi's thing is when he gets the ball, it's like everyone else moves half a second slower mm. and he's not particularly he's not fast though you know what i mean he's just he thinks fast so he makes everyone else around him look slow and it's and it's like he can move in slow motion but they can't get near him you know it's like he when he gets the ball he's got so much time compared to everybody else and the way he mm. moves and stuff so i have made literally the same comparison so right, i so guess that's I, a dick I, move for you, me I made the uh, the comment in the last one of the Badassa Rugby League that that was like Inception. Mm. Now this segment has become like Inception. Why is that? <laughs> well, now you're talking about the, the the shit move that we're talking about. It's like a dream within a dream here. Yes. We're hanging shit on Simon O'Donnell, but you're talking about how you made the exact same thing. And I'm like, you know, am I, have I, I implanted have. something? Have <laughs> I implanted a thought? <laughs> I aware? I didn't realise. <laughs> so there you go. Lionel yeah, Messi. Right. But I hate, look, I never said that Scott Pendlebury was almost as famous as Lionel Messi because that would be fucking idiotic. That you know? would be stupid. That but, would be a silly uh, thing to say. <laughs> yes. That's it. Yeah. Uh, let's, uh, I told you I'd keep it short tonight, mate. Hour. Bit over an hour. Yeah, look We're at done. that. We're out of here. Okay. Uh, plugs. You doing a show Sunday that might be banned from YouTube or what's going on there? Uh, no, I won't be on this no, week. Uh, birthday celebrations, off. Greeno. The big 4 yeah. yeah, I was aware. I didn't know if you want to mention it. Yeah, no, it's okay. I don't mind. I'm I'm too old to care now, Greeno. Yeah, fair enough. So, yeah. The big the big boogie. Uh, have we got a particular title for it? The big boogie bumpy birthday baby bumpy boogie, celebration? Boogie bumper birthday baby bumper baby birthday baby boy. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck. I don't know. Nah, We're running out of bees. 
No, we are running out of bees. Happy birthday, man. Enjoy your 40th. Thank you, mate. Um, Thank you for the present that arrived today. Some Schuffenhofer, which I'm sipping on right now. Well, there's actually a story time behind that to end the show. I like stories about Kenyatta's. So I thought I'd be I'd be nice. I'm like, well, I'll try and put some thought into my boy's 40th. Like yeah. I'll get like I know what you like to do for your birthday. I hear you be fucking left alone. Yes. So <laughs> I was like, <laughs> exactly 100. percent What Gary. do you like nice to do? Do you like Gary. fucking eating German German sausages and yep. drinking beer yep. and fucking just being left alone? That's right. So I found this like about two months ago. I found this amazing gourmet sausage pack. Right, mm. they could get delivered to your home. And I had like four different types of German sausage, had condiments, it had fucking German mustards, um, and a good fucking like biscuit and shit. I'm like, this is fucking, this is amazing. This fucking, we are done. Yeah. Send it to my email account. I'm like, week of, I'm fucking sending this to my boy, and he's gonna have like fucking a hundred bucks worth of sausages just to fucking smash down. It's gonna be a good time. Fantastic. He's gonna be happy for his birthday. Yep. So I get there, I fucking log on on Monday, and I'm like, fucking, I'm gonna book in the thing. Sold out. I'm like, what? What the fuck do you mean you sold out? So I'm like, well, hang on. Well, let's just fucking back this up. And then they had this option of like, oh, notify me when available. I'm like, maybe they just don't have any stock today. Maybe they sold it over the weekend. We're all good. Yes. I'll, get it to him for, I'll get it to him for Sunday. We're fucking sweet. No drugs. Yeah. So I get a fucking ding on Wednesday morning. Mm. Cutting it close. After, <laughs> yeah. Where I'm like, oh, sweet. The sauce is now available. Yeah. Uh, that's after I'd already ordered the beers though. So uh. I was like, oh, that's all fine. I'm like, we can double down. But then I jump on in and they're like, uh, yeah, now available, all good, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. No, sold out again. Wow. So they're that hot property that by the they, time they it took you to property. log in, they were already gone again. So, so then log back on Thursday. Yes. And they're now we're good now, now available, but anything ordered after Wednesday, <laughs> apparently not going to be delivered till after Monday. Right. I'm like, well, there's no fucking point having birthday sausages <laughs> two days after your birthday. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> So unfortunately, you didn't get the fucking condiment pack, but I sent you the beers instead. I appreciate it. Thank you, mate. That was very funny. Uh, Greeno, we we should play this. Uh, Jim Enward sent this. I don't know if you've seen this before. Maybe not. Um, we Jim, sent it last year off memory. Uh, maybe. Jim Enward sent this through. And I play this whenever I give someone a birthday tribute on my show. So I, th- I guess it's fitting. So you definitely played this last year. Uh, probably. Let's <laughs> have a look. A traditional uh, American birthday song, Greeno. Celebration. Oh, probably. Yep. When we had, we had like 50 guests. You happy birthday to Jenny. Happy birthday, Boogie. We have to wait for the backup vocals, Greeno. That's the key. I can't believe this goes for five minutes. <laughs> it won't be today, but it does. <laughs> Here we go. To Boogie Bumper. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. There you go. And the and the keyboard solo, Greeno. Well, that's not that's 
Oh, look at the drum machine. Look at them. <laughs> Going off their tits, Greeno. I like the double duty. Yes. I feel like they're the same people that are doing backup dancing and doing the pom-poms. That's right. I mean, some very artistic choreography going on there too, isn't it? Mm. Look at that guy. Rocking the Korg, Greeno. <laughs> All right, that'll <laughs> Thank you, Jim. It's very nice. <laughs> very good. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but a bosom buddy will sit down.